What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Thrivebetic. It's Kate and Heather back for another episode. This week, we are talking about dating and diabetes. We have a fun episode um, in honor of Valentine's Day coming up. We decided we were going to talk about dating relationships and like kind of navigating diabetes through all that. Um, before that, Heather, update me. What's new? How's diabetes? How's life? Um, I would say things are going decently well. I feel like I'm at that point in the year where it's like February and I'm ready for winter to be done. And it's just like a weird mood. I always feel like it's just a weird mood right now, like some weird energy going on. So I'm not necessarily loving it, but I'm trying to still like live my best life and, you know, do what makes me happy. So I'm doing okay. Um, right now my blood sugar was like high before I had dinner and now I'm currently like double dropping. So you guys might hear my Dexcom going off during the episode. I'm drinking a Sprite because yeah, so that's where I'm at. How are things going with you, Kate? Um, I really feel that like a lot of what you said, a hundred percent, I think that like January is the hardest month of the year, maybe February. I don't know. Winter is just hard in general for me, especially. I mean, like it's been a good winter overall because I've been in the mountains and I've been snowboarding a lot, which has been so much fun. Um, and it's been like really bringing me back to my childhood because that's like all that I did growing up. So that's been so much fun. But like, I, I don't know, diabetes has been hitting me really hard. Like mental health has been at an all time low, honestly, January has been especially hard. Um, and I feel like my blood sugar is just like not cooperating with anything that I do on top of all that. So it's been super frustrating the last couple weeks. Like it's, I don't know, I've just been it's been making me really angry, honestly, because I feel like I am trying so hard and like doing different things and it just still is just being really annoying. Um, I told you about how I'm half marathon training. So I started training like two weeks into January, I think. Um, and I haven't ran in so long. Like, it's been years and years. Like, I'm honestly just, like, out of shape. And also, I live at 10,000 feet. So, it's high elevation here, which makes it harder to breathe and obviously harder to run. So, we're off to a difficult start with that just in general just because I'm out of shape and I'm just, like, really tired. But, like, I'm, like, whatever. I have, like, six months to train for this. Like, I'm going to really ease into it. Like, I'll just be running, like, a mile for the next couple weeks just to, like, get myself into it, basically like, a couple times a week, um, so I started that, but, like, I just don't know what's been going on with my blood sugar, like, I have been dealing with, with this for, like, probably the last couple months, um, but my blood sugar has been spiking in the morning, which I've had this happen to me before, and I think, I, I don't really remember what it was, I think it's, like, stress hormones in the morning or something, like, when you wake up, like, something is released, and then, like, your, it can cause your blood sugar to spike, um, I think that's, like, what I remember looking up, a while ago on that when I had those issues, but I'm having this happen again where like I get up in the morning and my blood sugar just starts like steadily increasing to like 180, 200. And I'm like, what the heck? Like why? I I haven't eaten anything. Like, so it's just been annoying. It's just like randomly going up though. Yeah. Like I just wake up and it just starts rising. It just starts taking off 
Um, So that's just been annoying, like, in and of itself. But that's not even, like, the big thing. Because with that, I'm just like, okay, like, I don't know if I'm more stressed right now or what. But, like, whatever. Like, I I know that it's happening. So, like, I wake up in the morning and I'll, like, check my pump, like, a couple times. And when I start to see that it's rising, I'll, like, take some insulin to, like, bring it down. And it's like, whatever. That's, like, a pretty easy fix. Like, it's just just frustrating that it's happening. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it could be like adrenaline or something like kicking in a little while later after running. Like, are you running when you're getting off work? Well, no, this is, um, this is like right when I wake up, like I've not done anything for the day. Yeah. Um, and I've been, so I've been running like in the very early morning, but like it's, it's been happening like every single day that my blood sugar just like rises and it's not it's not like when I'm running like it's before that it's like when I like wake up and I'm like getting ready for the day and I like literally have not done anything um Hmm. so that's been just annoying and then like I said I've been getting up like extra early so I can go to the gym before work because the gym that we have here is like pretty it's not super small but it's just small considering the amount of people that go to it and it's like impossible to go after work So I've been getting up extra early, like going to the gym at like 6am and going for an hour and then leaving and going to work. And it's just been like such a shit show with my diabetes. Like it's been a roller coaster. Like I have been getting up in the morning. It's my blood sugar is like increasing. I like take insulin to bring it back down. And I'm like, okay, like it'll bring it to like a normal, like, you know, reading, whatever. And then I will like put it on exercise mode and run and then like I've had this happen like probably like four times I think where my blood sugar just like starts dropping once I'm like like on the treadmill for a bit and then it starts dropping like really low so I go low I'm like okay whatever I have fruit snacks with me I'll just like eat that um and then I've been eating that to bring it back up and then it starts shooting up And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, and I've only eaten 15 carbs. And honestly, like, I really struggle sometimes with, like, my blood sugar going low and me eating too many carbs. Like, I, like, struggle with, like, binge eating sometimes when, like, I don't feel well when I'm low. But I have not been doing that. Like, I've been eating 15 carbs, like, barely anything. And like turning off exercise mode, like, once I'm done and my blood sugar just starts rising so much. And then, like, it's just been so annoying like I'm like trying to figure out how to do this so I'm like so today I'm like trying to figure it out better I'm like okay well I know that my blood sugar rises a little bit in the morning but then it like shoots down when I'm working out so what I'm gonna do is not take as much insulin as I've been taking to bring my blood sugar back down I'm only gonna take a little bit and I'm gonna eat like a little something in the morning so that hopefully it will just like steady out and then like, we'll just see what happens. So I did that today. Um, I ate, like, probably, like, 15 carbs, I would say. Like, do you know those, like, energy power bite things that are, like, oatmeal? So I have yeah. those. So I ate, like, two of those before my workout. And I, like I said, I was like, hopefully that will, like, sustain my blood sugar, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did. It, like, helped. It, like, kept it, like, a little bit high. Like, I think I was at, like, 160 during my run. But I was like, whatever, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm fine with it, like, steadying out at that. But then I just had insulin resistance for, like, I swear, like, four hours after that. Like, after my workout was done, I didn't eat anything else, and I was just, like, done with my workout, like, getting ready to go to work, and my blood sugar just started rising to, like, 2.30, I think, and, like, it it would, I was taking so much insulin, and it would not come down. 
Oh my God. That is, it seriously sounds so frustrating because I feel like you're doing everything that like I would do too. Like, it sounds like you're doing everything right. And it just sounds like your body, or I don't know if it's like elevation or what it is, but like everything is just going against you right now. So I feel for you, Kate, you're, you're going through it. It's been so annoying. Like, I'm just like, I don't know what to do right now. And I'm, I think I'm ovulating. It's my ovulation week too, which I think does normally like make my blood sugars higher. I don't know, but it's just freaking annoying. I'm like, why? There's so many different things. And I like, I never know which way it's going to go. I never know if like my blood sugar is just going to be like spiking up after I work out, even though like working out is generally supposed to make your blood sugar lower for like the entire day. Like working yeah. out is supposed to be really good for your body and for like insulin resistance. So I just don't know what is going on right now. And it's making me really mad. Have you worked out at Elevation before, like while you've been in Colorado? I mean, yeah, because like I've been snowboarding a lot, which is definitely a lot of exercise. And I've done like tons of hikes, like in the summer and stuff like that too. So it's not like this is your first. No. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like, I don't know. It's just annoying. I'm just, I'm just mad that like, I can't control it right now, honestly. Well, I will pray to the diabetes gods for you that things start getting better for you because that's like so frustrating. And especially like you are actively trying to like make the situation better each morning for yourself. So that way, like these things can stop happening. And I feel like you just need a sign or something to like start going your way because it's really hard. That's too, that's like super frustrating. Yeah. So I'm hoping that like it will get better soon because it feels like I've been just in this like downer mood about diabetes for like literally the entire month. Um, Just because it's been frustrating and like, I don't know, like we were talking about before, just just um some midwinter sadness so I feel that for sure it's hard out here but other than that things are things are mostly fine I'm just like skating by I have some like exciting things to look forward to in the next month just with like friends coming and snowboarding has been fun so overall everything's okay just just had to go on a little diabetes rant there for a second just some highs and lows along the way Exactly. Okay, let's get into our topic today. We are talking about dating and relationships and navigating diabetes with all that. Um, Heather and I are just going to give a little bit about like our experience, our personal experiences with this kind of like what we've done, what we've learned from like past relationships and dating um, and all while like managing diabetes and talking to partners about diabetes so yeah we're not experts on this but we're gonna just give you our thoughts on it so let's get into it let's talk about dating um Heather tell me so I know it's probably been a while I I can't remember because like I mean in college you were in a relationship for like most of college um right like probably a year and a half okay when when we were in college were you on dating apps Yes. For a little bit. I was on dating apps for probably like a couple of months until I was like in my year and a half relationship. Gotcha. Okay. And then what about after that? Were you did you ever have like periods of being on dating apps? Um during COVID, I think that I was on for like two months while I was 
at home like that February and March or whatever, maybe March and April. Um, I think I was on dating apps then. Okay, gotcha. Yep. How about you? What what was your situation? Um, I've been on the apps like on and off. I I mean, so I wasn't on them for like a really long time because I was in a relationship for like years and then and then got out of that relationship, but then got into another relationship like pretty soon after that. Um, but then so now I've been single for like three years, I think. Um, a little over three years, and I've been on the apps like on and off. Um throughout that and I guess like when it comes to like diabetes and dating apps like I don't really put it in my profile like I know some people that do like they'll put it like in their bio or like whatever which I do think is smart like because it's just I don't know it could be like a talking point too like if someone sees that like in your profile like they might bring it up on a first date or whatever um but I've just never felt like I really wanted to put it on, put it on there and I do I think I had, like, I remember, like, updating my profile every once in a while, and, like, sometimes there would be a picture where, like, you could see my pump, but it wasn't super obvious, that kind of thing, but, yeah, I never made it, like, super obvious on there that I was, like, a type 1 diabetic. What about you, Heather? Did you ever put it in your profile? Um, No, I never, like, put it in my profile or anything like that, but I do think that there were times, like, where you could see my pump or something, like, if someone was, like, asking if I was diabetic I obviously wouldn't hide it but I like didn't openly like put it on my dating profiles no gotcha yeah I think that's pretty common I think I mean I feel like it goes both ways like I think it could be smart to put it on there like I said like a talking point whatever but also if you like don't care to put it on there then it's just like kind of up to you whether you want that on there or not so what about first dates? Like what what do you what is your opinions or thoughts on like would you bring it up on a first date or like how would you bring it up if you did? You know, honestly, I feel like it's all about just kind of like reading the room and seeing what what the person's energy is because I feel like there's definitely been times on first dates where I bring it up and there's definitely been times when I don't. And I also I feel like it kind of depends on the activity too. So like, for example, like if I was just like, I don't know, meeting someone for ice cream or something, I would probably end up like when I was doing insulin, pull out my pump and just state like, yeah, I'm diabetic. No big deal. I'm just doing insulin. And then it kind of just naturally flows as like a conversation starter. But if it's like something where like, it's just a nonchalant activity that I'm not like pulling my pump out or something. It just kind of depends. And like, if I did end up bringing it up, I feel like it would be something along the lines of like, just so you know, I'm type one diabetic, like just thought you should know that kind of thing and just make it like very casual because I don't want it to be like, you know, Oh, if I go down in the park, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like I'm just like very chill about it and just like, yeah, I have type 1 diabetes, like I've been diabetic and, you know, whatever. So I feel like it's always like very chill. But like, I think most of the time, unless I'm doing insulin or something, I just kind of like keep to myself. Yeah, I think it really like depends on the situation of the day a lot of the times. Like, I mean, maybe some people just like feel more comfortable like putting it out there like right away, like you said, just in case like something happens or whatever, like that person would need to know. But it does kind of depend like what you're doing on the day because for me personally like 
if I was just like going for a walk with someone as a first date or like grabbing a cup of coffee like I might not bring it up just because like there's not I don't know it wouldn't really seem like there's like a natural like point to bring it up um but like if it's like a dinner date then I feel like that's when it does usually get brought up or like you know because you have to like pull out your pump or like I would have to check my blood sugar before I had a Dexcom or whatever like that kind of thing um I will say now though like it is easier to hide it with the tandem with the new update because you can just like give insulin on the app which actually I like that option a lot because I'm not gonna lie like there have been many first dates that I've been on where I'm like I like get nervous about having to bring it up and I get nervous about like the food coming out because I'm like when am I gonna pull out my pump and when I pull it out like what am I gonna say about it um and that's just like my own like anxieties and like nervousness about bringing it up but like I'm not gonna lie like I do feel nervous about bringing it up just because I don't really know exactly what to say yeah honestly I totally agree with what you're saying it definitely depends on the situation and at the same time though too like it's a first date so like if you're nervous about it I say just like feel it out and see how you're feeling and it's a first date so like if you don't want to say it like don't go there but I will say too like I was at a wedding this past weekend and I had a dress on and it was so nice just bolusing from my phone. So I totally agree with you. Like if you are one of those people that like the first couple of dates, you don't want to disclose that, like with that tandem update, it's super nice. Like you could just be like, oh, I have a quick text from someone like, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. You know what I mean? Just to make it nonchalant. So I do think that that is one way to, if you're not ready to have that conversation yet to just kind of like pass it by and yeah easier to hide that's for sure I think it's hard too because like I don't know I always like what I struggle with is like I just the reason like I feel uncomfortable like bringing it up is because I know that like most people don't really understand diabetes and especially type 1 diabetes because most people know of type 2 and like I just don't always know like how to give like a vague answer about like you pull out your pump and you're like, oh, like, by the way, I'm diabetic. Like, I'm just taking some insulin. But then it's like, what, like, what I struggle with is like, I'm like, do I just stop it there and see like how they respond? Or do I say like, by the way, like, if you have any questions, like, let me know. Or like, I don't know. That's, that's like what I feel like weird about because I think that like on a first date, like I never want to like over explain and like you know diabetes can be very complex so like I'm not trying to like explain everything about diabetes and how you know all this like affects my life but like I like to give like a general like I'm diabetic and kind of like this is what it is um and I just I think that's a little bit hard too because like people don't always know what to say in response if you just say like oh by the way I'm type 1 diabetic like I'm just taking some insulin like people don't always know how to respond to that and if you had never heard of type 1 diabetes like they might not even know like what to ask like yeah what I mean yeah and honestly like also too when I say like oh I'm just pulling out my insulin pump I'm gonna do insulin for dinner or whatever I feel like I just kind of leave it at that and then if they want to ask me questions like so be it and I feel like sometimes people are like oh like reading the room of if that's something I want to talk about or things like that. So I feel like I usually just leave it at that point. And I'm like, you can, you can ask if you want to ask me questions 
or we can leave it at that. And then sometimes I feel like maybe when you're a couple dates in, like if you do continue seeing that person, like then it would come up again and they'd be like, oh, like tell me more. You know, I wasn't sure if that was something that you felt comfortable talking about, but like maybe it's not a talking point on the first date, but maybe a couple dates later down too. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that like, I, I do think it's better or like easier for me personally to just like kind of like state it like I'm type 1 diabetic but not really like go any further or even like make them feel like they need to like ask a question about it kind of just like leave it at that and then just like expect that in like the coming dates or like the next times that you like hang out that like you would naturally be able to like explain more about what diabetes is and like kind of like what you're doing and that kind of thing yeah yeah I agree for sure but it definitely can be like an awkward thing to like have to think about like it's just like I don't know it's funny that we have to think about that thing as as a diabetic just a a lot more to because you're already like nervous when you're going on a first date I mean most people are right like but then you also have to think about like even even if you were going on like a hike as a first date like you have to think like this is the first date this is the first time I'm meeting someone like am I going to bring up diabetes like how am I going to make sure that my blood sugar stays in range while we go on this hike? Like, what happens if I go low? And, like, I have to, like, stop and tell them, like, that kind of thing. So it can it can be hard. But I think that, like, for the most part, people are understanding of that type of thing. And, like, for the most part, I think that people want to know more about that. And honestly, yeah. like, if you did end up on a date with someone who was, like, super weird about it or, like, made a comment about it or something, like, then just like why would you want to go out with them again anyways yeah then you'll probably never see them again anyways and it also made me think too of like your comment but um I don't know I feel like in my head because I feel like most of the time like whoever you're with will also make sure whatever you're doing is good for like the both of you so like me personally because I would worry about like my blood sugar on a hike and like not knowing how to maneuver that situation I feel like I would pick like some sort of activity that would be like neutral to me. So that way I wasn't like stressed about that situation, if that makes sense. So like instead of me doing like a five mile hike where I know my blood sugar has a good chance of dropping, like I might just pick like a coffee date or like a dinner date or something casual like that. But like obviously do what suits you. But I feel like that's just something that works for me. That way I have like a little less anxiety of like, what my blood sugars will be like, because like you said, you're already nervous. Like you're already kind of like worked up about the situation. So like adding more stress of your blood sugars, like for me personally, it just adds a little more. So I just, I kind of like downplay the situation. Yeah. I think that like, if you have the option of like maybe picking a date where you don't have to worry about it as much is definitely smart to do. Yeah. All right let's talk about relationships. So once you get into a relationship, kind of like navigating diabetes obviously is a whole thing because it's affecting your whole life. And usually your partner is like you're the person that you go to for emotional support. So I think that, you know, navigating that can be difficult. Um, Let's first talk about like biggest issues that maybe like diabetes has caused with a relationship. Um, honestly, for me, I don't think it has caused a lot of like big issues. I would say like the most common things for me, and this it's like not even a big deal because it doesn't happen often. I think 
most of the people I've been with have been understanding. But like for me personally, if I'm just low or something and I like snap on them because you're low and like ornery, I will just come back later and be like, yeah, I'm so sorry. Like I was low. And I feel like most people are understanding. I mean, they don't know what it feels like to be in your shoes, but they're understanding that like, that's not, that can happen when you're low and like, just to give you a little grace with that. So I think like, that's probably the most common thing. And it's like never a major issue with it. It's just kind of like, okay. Or like you said too, I think also just having a partner that understands like diabetes does have a big part of your mental health. So like having someone that has your back with that, because I think that that would be, it's, it's just like big because I know if you're like struggling mentally and they don't understand, I think that that could cause a strain on the relationship as well. So like just having someone that understands that and like knows, okay, like I've had a rough week of blood sugars. Like I'm frustrated in life right now with my diabetes, but like not with you. So like what, how I'm feeling is not like projected onto you. It's just like in general, I'm frustrated and like your situation, like, I don't know how to make this better. So like, I'm just at a point right now too. So having someone that can understand that viewpoint and like know that what you're feeling is not projected onto them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Honestly, I love that. Like we do have the option of um, blaming diabetes for like saying something mean or like being in a bad mood. Like even if that wasn't like the actual cause, like I think that if there's one perk, it's maybe like using diabetes as an excuse. Yeah. But honestly, like, I feel like I'm one of those people that I would feel guilty if I like blame my diabetes. I'd be like, okay, no, I was really just kind of like being mean. You know what I mean? I feel like I would feel guilty, like blaming my diabetes. And I'd be like, okay, no. So I feel like I just don't use it, you know? Yeah. But like you said, use it to your advantage if you need to, I guess. Yeah. Maybe not in a relationship if you don't want to, but like, for other situations, I don't know, work, life to get to get out of things that you don't want to do. Like, why not use diabetes as an excuse? There's got to be like one perk of it. And if that's going to be it, then you might as well use it to your advantage. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I would say the same thing for in terms of like causing issues. Like, I don't think it's ever like caused major issues, but obviously it affects our mental health and what just like emotional well-being all the time and I think that can be difficult when you have a partner and like I said you go to them for like emotional support so it's kind of like an added layer on top of that for like them to deal with and for you to deal with too I think that for me it can be really difficult sometimes to bring up diabetes like my hardships with diabetes to someone that I'm dating just because I don't it's hard for me in general to bring up like my mental health struggles with di with, with diabetes with people who don't have diabetes because I mean like something the heart like one of the hardest things about diabetes for me is that I feel like very alone in it even though I know I'm not completely alone like I have you know this big community and I have you obviously but I think a lot of people struggle with that and just feeling alone and feeling like very misunderstood like other people don't get it that's like a big thing that I deal with and so like it can be hard for me to bring it up to someone who doesn't completely understand diabetes because I'm like I 
I'm nervous that like I'm gonna get triggered by them like saying the wrong thing and me feeling even more alone like that's what's hard it's like you you want to like bring your issue like those issues to someone that you trust but then like if you're looking for them to say like a very specific thing to you and you don't then like you're just gonna feel worse about it yeah I feel like everything you're saying is like super valid and it's like definitely I totally understand what you're saying but I think that also like it's hard to have those conversations but I feel like in those situations the best thing would be just having a conversation with your partner and being like when I'm having a bad diabetes day like I want you to say like Mm -hmm. it's okay which I know we're gonna get into but like having that conversation with them, I think would for sure help the relationship a ton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can just move into that topic right now. Honestly, is what was just like talking about how to um, like communicate better with your partner about diabetes and that kind of thing. And it, it, I think it all like comes down to communication because if you don't tell them what you want or like how you want to be supported then they're not going to know and everything everyone might need something different like what I want to hear might be different than what you want to hear if you're having a bad diabetes day so I think that like as much as you can communicate with your partner about what you need from them like when you're having a hard time with it like I think that you should definitely bring that up yeah I think one thing that is like that stands out to me for sure is just saying that sucks. For some reason, it just bothers me so much. And I'm like, I know it sucks. I'm very aware it sucks. You know what I mean? That's like one of the things that really gets under my skin. Yeah, no, I hate that because like, it it makes me so mad too, because like when someone says that, I'm like, yeah, like it does suck. And like, this is my life. Like, thanks. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's just like one of those phrases where it's like, okay, I'm like on my own with this. Like this sucks for me and like you're fine yeah like they're recognizing it sucks and I'm like yeah I recognize it also sucks but like that's not doing anything to support me so like just leave it out you know yeah I completely agree um but yeah I think in like with that with that conversation like you should definitely bring up like don't don't say these things like these things make me mad and like here are some things that like really help me like for me, I think it would help a lot if, like, my partner was just, like, validated how I felt and just said that they were, like, there for me and that, like, I'm still doing a great job even though, like, my blood sugar might not be where I want it to be. Yes, I 100% agree, too. I feel like I'm, like, such a words of affirmation, like, type of love. And so just telling me, like, you're doing a great job. Like you can make it through this. Like I'm here for you for whatever. And also just offering like, what can I do to help? Because I feel like that's a huge thing of like, even if it's like the little thing of just like, let me go grab a a snack for you because I know your blood sugar is low or like, let me get out your pump supplies tonight because I know like it's one less thing that you have to think of when you go to bed or like when you get home from work or something, you know what I mean? So like, Mm -hmm. there's definitely different ways that your partner can help you it's just having that conversation and knowing like what your partner needs so that way you can best help them so yeah I think that's so important too like those little things that like you like the person that you're in a relationship will do to help you with diabetes is like it's just like so nice and thoughtful because like I said like I really struggle with feeling alone in it but like 
if I have a partner who like brings fruit snacks with them on a hike or like a juice box like and I didn't even like tell them to do that like I think that's so thoughtful like just even that like little thing or like or just like just them acknowledging and like acknowledging you and what you go through and also like just making it obvious that like they're in it with you like you're not completely alone in it like them asking if your prescriptions are filled or like asking if you want like someone to go with like if you want them to go with you to the doctor's your doctor's appointment um bringing fruit snacks like having all those things in hand like you said setting out the supplies for the next morning that kind of thing like those things are so thoughtful and like really go a long way in a relationship yeah yeah I I definitely agree I feel like that's something that definitely shows me you care about me and even just the fact of like taking the time to be like learning what diabetes is and different terms of diabetes bolus and basal and doing different things like that and you know, knowing what actually happens to you with your diabetes and things like that. I feel like that's a huge part for someone to do. And I feel like that's always like super caring and like super sweet when someone does that. Just like, even if something were to happen to you, like then that person knows what's going on with your body and is like, okay, bolus, like she's low. We don't need to give her a bolus and things Mm -hmm. like that. So taking the time to understand like what diabetes is and like all the things that go into it, like that just says a lot about like who you are as a person. So I feel like that could also help too, is just knowing a little bit more of the depth of diabetes. So it's really helpful when you have a partner who like is actually curious about diabetes and like just wants to know more about it and ask you questions and learn. Like that actually really, really means a lot to me. Like when someone is curious about it and just like wants to know what I go through because there's so much to explain about diabetes and so much comes up like as you're dating someone as you're getting to know someone they will start to realize like how much it affects your life and in what way it affects your life and what you need to do for every type of situation so it's really really important to me personally that like I have a partner who just like is interested and wants to know like hey what happens if this what do you do if this what does this term mean? That kind of thing. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think it, it makes a big difference. It makes you feel like even though they don't know what it feels like to live with it, like they're trying to support you in every single way besides like having diabetes, if that makes sense. So I definitely agree with you. I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, of course. Like you want someone who's on your team and someone who understands what you're going through and all that. So I think that those are some great ways to support a partner and I think like at the end of the day it all comes down to just like good communication and being upfront about what you want and how you want to be supported. Well Heather thanks so much for talking to me this episode all about your experiences dating relationships diabetes I appreciate you experience or you sharing your personal experiences yeah thanks for being vulnerable with me I know it's like kind of hard to talk about those things so thanks for having that conversation I hope it helps other people as they're like navigating these different like parts of their life and everything too thanks so much for listening to this week's episode 
Heather and I will be back in a week or so with a new episode. Um, I will have all of our social media links in the show notes. Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm Thrivebetic. The blog is at thrivebetic.com. Um, if you want to leave any feedback or comments, suggestions, just write into the show. Um, you can do that at thrivebetic at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you can find those links in the show notes as well. Thanks so much, and we'll see you soon.